Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back to the show. You are tuned in to Real Talk with the Six Man, and I am your host, the Six Man. Last week, um, I want to recap last leadership. What does that look like? And last week, I talked about um, the differences of um, youth and the, um, the young men today not really having the type of leadership that they that they need in terms of some of the actions and some of the things they're doing in the community and just out in public in general. Um, I also talked about different scenarios and things that we can kind of do um, as adults, men and women towards the younger adults to try to help mentor them, to get them into a place where they can have some type of some, 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 some guidance and some organization um, in terms of what they want to do with themselves. I mean, they're disrespectful. They don't have any manners and they just out here wilding out. So um, my whole show um, last week was just basically about leadership and basically talking about how it starts from the top and trickles down to the bottom. And apparently, you know, the type of leadership that we have in office uh, with number 45 is really not working. So we want to try to um, get in our communities and try to get some of the leadership, you know, just within our own communities and try to help our, our, our young adults out as much as we can. This week, um, we're going to talk about something that I think that um, is going to be very interesting. And I'm happy to have a guest with me tonight. Um, that's going to help me break some of this stuff down. And I've been talking about men. I've been talking about a lot of different um, current events. But tonight, we're going to talk about the ladies. We're going to talk about when did women start losing their identity and their self-respect? When did that happen? When did, when did you know, Instagram and social media come the norm where you can just show your body and flaunt and think that that's okay. I mean, and then on, in retrospect, what if you're not that type of woman and you just like to dress a certain type of way and a man might see you and he might, might, might say something that, you know, makes you feel uncomfortable. I feel like at this point, um, we, 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 us as men, you know, we need to be more respectful to the women. But at the end of the day, I think it starts with the women on being respecting you know, their sales um, in terms of how they come out and how they present themselves. So tonight we're going to talk about that and we're going to, you know, see if we can touch base on, you know, where is it coming from? So right now we want y'all to listen to a little bit of Molly music. Then we'll be right back. It's a blessing to see people With their heads up to the sky still Cause honestly for the same people Life can be so real. I'm amazed by all your strength. I am. And I'm grateful you come through. Yeah. So I take this time to stop a moment and show my I'm so happy that y'all could just tune in with us tonight, man. I really am. I'm excited. Um, whenever I have a guest, it excites me because it, it means that I can get into some dialogue and really um, get into my topic. Um, tonight, I got a guest. Her name is K-Ron Yarborough. She's been in my life now for, I think, about, um, this is 2018. So I want to say she's been in my life for about the last four or five years now. And just been somebody that I can um, use as a confidant in any type of way um, if I got anything going on in my life. She also has her own um, show, but I'll let her introduce herself when she comes on. So, Ms. Yarbrough, would you like to introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about you before we get started? Hello, everyone. My name is K-Ron, and I am the host of Growing with K-Ron. That is a talk show that is aired through the WBGR network. It's a um, Believing in God network radio. And um, the purpose of my show is to inspire people um, to get toward their purpose and fulfill their destiny. So, um Kevin has been one that has been, in, like you said, in my life for the past five years and been an intricate part in um, different ways. And I'm glad to be on the show today. I'm so proud of him. So proud of you. You're doing an excellent job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So tonight, um, I want to dive into this, but I always like to hit people with a hot topic. 
that's happening right now before we get started. So I'm not sure if you know about this, but um, it was a it was a internet video going around on the internet, and it looks like it was a young lady who was allowing um, toddlers to smoke marijuana on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. Um, I was told that they they've been the two 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 women have been arrested in 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 conjunction with that whole thing. But when when you when I don't know if you saw it, but if you hear like if you hear that somebody is on social media and they have marijuana and they are allowing the babies to inhale it more than once. How how does that make you feel? Well, it, to me, that's first of all, that's a, a, a sign of abuse um, because that means that you are endangering that child's life to take a drug that they're not familiar with. Their bodies are not built for that. And the immune system is not built for that. So when you allow any type of um, intoxicating drug to enter into a child's body that has not even been fully formed yet, you are subjecting that child to additional abuse, whether it be alcoholism, drug abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse. I mean, there's all types of abuse that's going on with that. And um, hence the, the, the people that involved that situation that were involved in that situation should have been uh, arrested and locked up because now you're endangering a child's life that one, they can't defend themselves nor come out of that, that place. And then again, you know, with, with that type of abuse, how does a child grow up to learn how to handle such a thing? I mean, it was, it was, it was, I mean, for me, it was devastating because as you know, I have a four-year-old and um, I want to say at least two of the toddlers in the video had to be at least between two to four. And, and that's terrible. I, and when I saw it, it made, of course it made me think of Gianna, but it just made me think of, you know, what do we, what do we, what do we, what are we giving our, our youngsters? Like, what are we, what, what, what are we teaching them? I mean, for them right. to feel like they can, for them to think that that's okay, period. Like to think that right. giving kids, children, toddlers, marijuana is okay. So it, it, it hurt, it hurt me. I'm not going to lie. I remember one time Pastor Jenkins told me that, uh, um, if, if you see something and it makes you feel a certain type of way, nine times out of 10, that's the Holy Spirit talking to you and convicting you, letting you know that that's wrong. And so right. for me, it just it just bothered me a lot, and I just like to get people's opinion on it, you know, just to get an idea of what, of what people think. And, and sometimes, you know, somebody's opinion may not line up with mine, but that's why I'm here. I want to be able to get some dialogue on because I feel like every time I talk about something, it's not necessarily going to be something that people want to hear. It's not necessarily going to be something where we're going to agree, but we at least we can respectfully agree to disagree. So that's why I want to try to get more guests on the show to get more dialogue on and just um, talk about some things that. And um, in general, people don't really talk about. But tonight we want to talk about when did women start losing their identity and self-respect? Does social media play the most important part for women losing their self-respect? And when I say losing their self-respect, I mean pretty much like we talked about on your show, uh, Thirsty Women. Like, like, whoop, like, what, like, like, like. Does it does it start at home? Does it start from not having a father? Like like what type of input could you give me on that on women just, you know, dressing way too inappropriate and then they get um, attention that they don't necessarily want. But then it's like, why are you dressing like that? So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, from a woman's perspective, you know, when do you think women start losing their their um, self-respect and start losing their identity? Well, I, I, you know, losing women losing their identity and their self-respect started years ago, long before we were even born. Um, I would think back in, let's say, 1930s when Betty Boop was uh, a character that was created and people weren't the women weren't dressing um, sexy or, you know, flamboyant at that time. But this young lady was created as a cartoon character and because Betty Boop. Yep. (laughs) That's, that's back in the 1930s. Right. And so from that, um, other people, women 
saw the response or how men reacted to seeing that cartoon character. And then the women started dressing a certain type of way to get that same type of reaction from men. So it didn't just start. Uh, women back in the day, they dressed with dignity and pride. Um, a woman got up in the morning and she dressed to the nines just to go down the street to the store. Right. Uh, but, but, you know, when, when the, the characters came out with a strapless dress and uh, large breast and, uh, you know, very shapely image, and they saw the responses that they got, that that image responded, um, got responses from men, they wanted that same type of response. And so it's the same that happened back then. It's happening now. Women are imitators. Men the right. same. And so when they see that there is a person, say, for instance, Beyonce, she's on stage, she's wearing, you know, a fictitious type of um, outfit, her, her, you know, it's not. Dress. Huh? She wearing her freedom dress. Yes, she's wearing her freedom <laughs> dress. Guess yes. what? Other people, other women want to be free, too. Right. You see what I'm saying? So now they're imitating what they think is going to get them the attention that they they want or the attention that they need. Not realizing that when you do that, you give men a different type of perspective of you. So right. if you if you're dressing in a way that's showing everything, guess what? Men are very visual. They're going to go for what they see now. Right. My thing is, once you get them in, in the bed or get them home or you do whatever you want to do, where does the mind of the man go after that? He right. doesn't look for her to be that woman that he can take home and say, I, that's wifey. He's only attracted to her because of what she's showing him. It has nothing to do with her personality. It has nothing to do with her mind, her thoughts, her ideas. Everything that she's portraying or that she's putting out it's what he wants. And so because sex sales, you see it on the commercials, women have dress, you see it on Instagram because they are following what they think is going to get the attention. Yeah. And they're getting paid too. They're getting paid. On oh, they're getting paid big money. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You see Victoria's Secret. You back in the day, you would never see um, commercials with a woman with a bra and panties on. That's right. exposing too much. But now they're creating outfits for you to go out and have on something that looks like panties with a sheer overlay over it. And this supposed to be accepted. Right. That's I yeah. mean, that's that's I mean, to me, to me, um, I, I, I've, I've had numerous conversations with women um, and I've gotten different responses. Um, some women tell me they do it to get the attention. Some women tell me they do it because that's just how they dress. And I can understand that if that's how you dress and if you know how to carry yourself, you know, mannerisms and talk and things of that nature, I don't think a man would necessarily just disrespect you, um, you know, if, 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 if you just dress that way. But it's some women um, that do it, like you just said, being a follower. Some people, some women just do it just so they can get that attention, but not exactly. necessarily wanting that attention. So I'm trying to figure out like where does that come like like if you if you don't necessarily want that attention why present yourself in that way well see this is the other thing fashion today states that you have to look a certain way so the fashion that people are putting out there is a staple so if you're giving them the staple of pants that are fitting too tight that's you know that's going to show your entire figure then if that's what they're selling, guess what? If it looks good on there and they're saying, the world is saying that this is how you're supposed to dress, this is the latest style, guess what? The women are going to go and pay for that. I am included. I There are certain, you know, outfits and certain type of pants and clothes that I'll go for. However, I'm, I'm more modest in my dress and my appearance. And I guess because that's my my way of, of thinking and I, my, my spiritual beliefs as well. Um, right. I don't want a man to know me because of what I am showing him physically. Right. You know, I, I, I tend to believe that I'm not a bad looking woman. I'm, I'm, I believe that I am an attractive woman um, with or without makeup or, you know, the long weave or whatever the case would be. I appreciate how God created me as a woman However, I don't believe that everything that I that I'm built with is for every man's pleasure. 
So I preserve the way that I what what I show and how I present myself because what I have is supposed to be for my husband, not for the world. I believe that men are very envious and jealous of other men's attention that they get from their woman. So if your woman is giving some other man some attention and she's showing too much, guess what? That man is going to be very jealous. That man is going to have some problems. And then there's going to be problems within the relationship. So I'm glad you you... want your woman. Do you want your woman showing everything? Something that's supposed to be private for you and and her? (laughs) I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because, um, you know, it's some married women that dress real provocative. Yes. And it's like, you know, do your husband know you left outside like that? You know, but you know what? At the end of the day, though, um, if the man doesn't disagree with their parents, then that's them. However, I can guarantee you, he's probably questioned, you know, are you seeing other people? What's mm-hmm. going on? Why do you have to have that blouse on with the button so low? You're showing mm-hmm. too much. We don't, we only see what people see on the outside, but we never see what goes on or the, or hear the conversation that goes on behind closed doors. I don't think any man uh, is is appreciative of his woman going out half naked or showing too much. I mean, I, I mean, when I was married, I didn't, I didn't necessarily have those problems. But when I was married, I would maybe, you know, um, not try to make it an issue, but I would maybe say, you, you think that's appropriate, or, or exactly, you, 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 you or, or, or I would probably say, oh, you, you don't think that's too much. And then she exactly. may look in the mirror. I mean, because, you know, let's just be honest. Some women are more top heavy than others. Some women have more, you know, butt than others. So it's like, I, I would think as a woman, you know, you would want to be careful, you know, not to show too much of your main asset versus showing all of it. So for me, I would just try to, you know, just ask, you think you think that's too much? Or you think, and then she may look in the mirror and say, yeah, you're right. Maybe I want to, I mean, because sometimes the shirt may be so tight. And it's a button-up shirt, and you can see straight through the shirt where you can see the bra, and it's just like you don't think that's too much. And then it's like the attention that they get even at work is like, you know, where I work is a little lenient. Um, where I work, so it's kind of you know casual Friday every day. So it's like mm-hmm. you know you you may get a mix of you know uh, casual pants or you know um, button-up shirt. So it, it just depends. But I just see more on social media and then you know in public when i go out that it's like women want attention from men and i get the fact that it's more women than men so they do want to get that attention but like you just said what type of attention are you trying to attract to yourself i mean because exactly for, for, for me to for me i mean for me to go out and for me to have a conversation with a woman and let's just say i'm at the bar um, and she turns to me and we start having a regular adult conversation mm-hmm. before I can even start talking to her. Her breasts are speaking to me before I speak to her. Right. Exactly. And, and so it's she like, has it out there. Right. And so, <laughs> so, and so it's like, and so it's like, should I speak to your breasts or should I speak to you first? Like it just, I'm confused. And then it's right, like, but- if I, and then it's like, if I come on too strong, you know, I'm being a jackass or I'm being an asshole, but it's like, you know, what are you giving me? What are you presenting to me? So I'm just right. trying. I'm just trying to figure out. Um, you know, d- does it does it necessarily start with a father being in the household to let them know that that's not right, or is the mother not paying attention and saying that's not that's not good? And then when they get older, they just feel like they could just dress however they want. Like I'm, I'm just trying to figure out. You saying that social media, you know. Um, I mean, it has played a part, but you said it started yeah. way back in the day. So I'm, it, tra- I'm trying did. to figure out, like, like where do we, I'm, I'm, I'm saying for women, as women, where, right. where did women miss the mark of helping the generations of other women, making sure that they, you know, stay on point? Well, I, I, I believe that sometimes we look at the images of TV and they they look at it in the perspective that it's accepted. So if whatever you are doing, Marilyn Monroe was followed by the paparazzi and she stepped over a vent and her dress, the bottom of her dress flew up. So it showed her undergarment. Oh, 
Oh yeah, and that was, you know that was the famous one. That was famous. Yes, exactly. And so it wasn't intentional. She just didn't. She was standing there talking to paparazzi. They were taking pictures, and all of a sudden the event went on and blew her dress up. Of course, that was an image that nobody will ever forget. So it got the attention. It drew the attention. And if it would, if you think about how much attention it drew back then, women started wearing dresses with you know that type of dress so that it would give them the attention that they want. Now, the backdrop to this is this. A lot of women act out or they manifest out of their rejection, their hurt, their pains. And so a lot of times if a woman has been rejected, has been through um, a divorce or a major traumatic breakup, she's looking for for the attention. Yeah, she's looking for the attention and she's looking for it in a way of her appearance because at some point, she lost that vibe of feeling like she's a confident woman. Okay, so now we're going to, why did he leave? Um, let me compare myself to the woman he left me for. And so if she got the attention, I'm paying attention to the woman that he left me for. Now I'm going to start dressing in a way that would show off my assets, you know, whether it be my breasts or my, my behind, whatever it is. Or if I have to go out here and, that woman dressed to the nine, if I got to go and go broke to go and get the latest and the, the greatest of an outfit, you know, to, to make sure that people see me or if, um, you know, that bag that she had, if I got to go broke to get that bag to let people know I have status, I have financial means to get a man who, you know, is looking for that, then she'll go to the extreme. So it, it has a lot to do with the backdrop. You know, it could be the rejection, it could be the hurt, it could be the abandonment. But at the end of the day, that person is looking for something and the response or the reaction that she wants from a man, she's going to get that, but it's not going to give her the love that she's looking for. Right. So she's looking for the attention, but really and truly what she's looking for is the love. And and you'll find that um, just like the... The woman that you may approach, you know, she's she's giving it all to you on Instagram, whatever. She's giving you, you know, poses. She's taking them pictures from the mirror so you can see her full body shape, you know, shape. She's giving you all that, you know, the asset from the behind. She's doing all of that. And then when you approach her in a certain kind of way, she's like, man, bye. You know, I'm not even for it. So what she was looking for was the attention. But when you approached her, she's been so hurt and damaged that she don't even really want to take the risk of being in a relationship because you want her for what she has as far as her body is concerned. But the problem with that is she she took it for you liking um, her picture that you wanted her, not realizing I'm, a, I'm only giving you back what you gave me. Right. You see what I'm saying? So if you're looking for the attention, you're going to get the attention. But if you're looking right. for love, then you got to shut the Instagram down and allow somebody to appreciate you as a person, have a conversation, dialogue, um, sit down and, and, and at dinner and get to find out about the person, let them know how you are so that you can get the love that you genuine love, but not because of how you're shaped, not because of the way you're dressed. Um, when we look at uh, reality TV, a lot of these people are portraying something that's not really them. This stuff is scripted. The outfits are given to them for the show. We, by the time they leave the show, they don't even have the money to actually um, support what they, they're portraying. So right. they're giving them cleavage. Most times these women, they've had boob jobs. They, the show has paid for them to get the boob job done. So because they have to look a certain kind of way. And the problem with that is because people are followers and they're trend, you know, they're not trendsetters. They're following the trends. They go out and go broke trying to get breast implants, butt yeah. implants, yeah. and to make themselves look a certain kind of way. Now, but they, realizing, but they, but they killing themselves. But they killing themselves exactly. at the same time. Exactly because the chemicals that they're putting into their body is not a natural, um, a natural thing. God didn't create them for that. So you're putting a foreign object into your body, and it can cause more harm than it can be good. Um, Kay Michelle is a prime example. Mm-hmm. You know, she went for these implants in her butt and, you know, she got the touch that she wanted, but mm-hmm. she wound up getting sick, very sick behind it. And then had 
to have the these implants removed. Mm-hmm. I know, saw I and, saw I saw the documentary on um on BET, and that's kind of what made me want to talk about it because when I looked at it, it was, I mean, I want to I, I don't want to say I laughed because I did at first because in my mind I'm like, what type of like what type of mindset do you have to be in to be in these backdoor mom and pop shops? You don't know if this person is a doctor. You don't know what they putting in your butt. I mean, one lady was like, they put antifreeze in her butt. It was like, what? Yeah, they do that. Like, you don't even know what they putting in your body, but you You don't. When it's done, you look in the mirror, it look like it's, you know, it look a certain type of way. So you cool with it. And I remember one time, one lady stuck her whole hand inside of her butt where you could like you could like her her hand was gone in her butt and I'm mm-hmm, just like that's mm-hmm. that's crazy and I mean even e- even in church I mean and I, I mean not to bring up church but even in church I'm starting to see it in church where women are you know wearing stuff that's more and more and more revealing even in church because they feel like the man that's in church you know, is a God-fearing man. You know what I mean? Well, see, and it's like, yeah, but see, that's the thing, though. Because they're in church doesn't mean that they're delivered from their hurt, their pain, absolutely. their issues. And so what they do is, again, still looking for love, but going about it in the wrong way. So when I see stuff like that, I see a woman that's been wounded. Um, she's been hurt. She's been rejected, dejected. And so she's looking for someone to heal her. And she's thinking that a relationship with a man is going to do it. But no, it starts with the inside out. So you have to remember that just because they're in church doesn't necessarily mean that they're healed and delivered. They're coming to church to get healed and delivered. Um, And so it shows outwardly, um, you know, the the short skirts, the tight short skirts, um, the, the the tight fitted blouses, um, yeah. The ones that show all the cleavage, you know, there's nothing left for the man's imagination. And the right. problem with that is the man who is also trying to get healed and delivered and trying to move forward in his faith and relationship, he's trying to change his mindset. He's looking at this woman and guess what? Now he's trying to go for that because he's not healed either. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And exactly. he, you know, he's trying to get away from what the hurt that he did with, dealt with, but then you find these two people coming together. They broke hurt, broken, hasn't resolved any relationship issues, haven't dealt with the trust issues, haven't de- dealt with the rejection. And so now he's appreciating her, thinking that she's going to feel what he wants, because she's a bad chick, as men say. You know, she bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, she bad. She bad in a bad way. Negative bad. <laughs> Not good yes, bad. Exactly. Right. And so now you have two people that got issues coming together. And those are the ones that you'll find oftentimes in bad, toxic relationships. And they don't make it. Why? Because he's looking for her to meet his need and expectation and to fill the void that he's lacking. And she's doing the same for him. So they become codependent on one another. But at the same time, neither one of them are feeling or fulfilling the, the, the need that they have. And they think that because of the physical appearance, you know, they supposed to be together. I love him because he's cute. I love her because she's a bad chick. I got to stay with her. I got to stay with him. Not realizing both of you are broken, damaged and need healing. And you can't get the situation resolved until the healing process begins. And once you get healed and delivered, you'll realize that that man or that woman is not really what you need. You need somebody that's more stable, somebody that's going to lift you up, encourage you, someone that's going to help you to grow and get to the purpose that God has created you and and, um, not be there to be a hindrance to talk down to you. Because one thing that I hate for a woman She's beautiful. She dresses nice, but she talks mean and nasty to her man and she tears him down. And that that doesn't build him up. That bothers me because while she's doing that, what she's saying really and truly while she's tearing him down, she's also tearing herself down because she hasn't resolved the issues within her that makes her feel like she's okay and she can be a confident woman. Why would you tear somebody down unless you're trying to build yourself up? Right. You see what I'm saying? So... that I mean that with that being said, um, I had a conversation with a few women, and one of the women told me that it was the it was it was it was men's fault that women overcompensate. 
and I was confused. I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, because y'all always looking at, you know, looking at her and, you know, saying she this, that, and the third. And so some women feel like they got to go get butts. And I said, wait, 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 wait. I thought that was a personal decision. I thought that, you know, whatever you do to your body is a personal decision. Not necessarily trying to put the blame on us saying that we, I mean, yes, we are visual creatures, but how do we take the beef for you going to get implants and, and, and putting stuff on your face and restructuring your jaw and how how do we get blamed for that? Yeah, but but see, this is the thing when when you a person goes in to have a procedure done, the person who is getting that procedure done has to sign a release form that says that whatever that's getting ready to happen, you have decided to do this on your own. Correct. They don't bring the men who they think that they're trying to impress to come and sign that release form. Ooh, that's ooh, so. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, so so you have to take responsibility for your actions. Nobody else signs that release form, but you, who is Absolutely. ever whoever that is that's taking that risk on getting the breast implants or the butt implants. You're taking that responsibility on you. You're the only one that is signing it, saying this is what I want to have done. Now, why you're doing it is is beyond us. But at the same time, you, you're doing it because you want to impress someone else. You want that attention. Nobody else, no man, I don't care how many men it is out here, no man is forcing any woman to go out and do what these women are doing. Now, the problem that I have with the statement that she made to you oh, is yeah, that she hasn't well, looked within awful. herself. Yeah, it, she hasn't looked within herself. So then now she's not considered to be a confident woman because a woman that's confident within herself, she was she will realize that God made her that way. And the way that he made her, it was perfect. There was nothing wrong. God doesn't make any mistakes. So if you don't like you, that's you. And the reason why she may not like you is because she's comparing herself to other people. When you start comparing yourself to other people in which you're lacking, then that's where the problem sets in. It's a mind thing. Um, People have to realize that you can't compare yourself to someone else's life. I heard about a woman who had a big behind. And you know what? She's working out viciously because she says, I can lose the weight, but I can never lose my behind. Now, you have women out here that's paying for behinds like hers. Right. So she doesn't like it, right? Right. So it's a preference. It's a preference. Right. You do it because of whatever you want, because you think that somebody says something to you because it drew the attention. So now you feel like, okay, I don't have enough butt, or the the trendsetter is having a big butt, a a, a a shapely behind is what's drawing the attention of many men. Men are putting on videos that are having these women on there shaking their butts with, you know, the thongs on and, you know, and all of that, that's getting the attention. So now what does she want to do? She wants that attention. So she's going to go out and get an artificial one. I've heard of women actually saying, I'm going to put on a butt pad, but baby, when you get him home, you got to take that butt pad off. It's like, why do all of that? I mean, even if you have it, you're going to spend a lot of money on getting inserts done and then if it doesn't work out well, you're going to still pay for that. Why? Because yeah. now you got to pay to get it taken out. Didn't, Why didn't, do damage um, for yourself? Didn't, didn't, wasn't that on a movie? Um, I'm going to get you sucker when he took, when he took uh, the chick home and she took her head off, <laughs> she took her leg off, she took her butt off. I mean, right, I mean, exactly. I mean, Joe, that's exactly, that exactly. That, I mean, and look how long ago that movie came out. Exactly. Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. Because, but, but again, it goes back to what the media puts out there that says it's acceptable. Now, for me, I'm I'm considered to be a full-figured woman. Um, so you know, I have the large breasts, you know, the wide behind, and so they 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 don't they don't give that image on TV. What you see on TV is the woman that's a size zero to a size four. Right. And that is that is so what does that how does that make women like myself feel, quote unquote? Now, me personally, I'm confident in who I am. You know, I ride my clothes, I wear my clothes and I strut my stuff. I can care less about what other people think. I care about what I think about me, what I like about me. Um, I wear undergarments that match. They have to match. But that's my preference. Nobody else sees them. 
You know what right. I'm saying? But right. I see it. I know what I like for me. So right. for me to go out and get implants and all that kind of stuff, I just can't do it because it's not how God created me. Right. It's not how God created me. Why can't we appreciate and glorify God with our natural, authentic selves? I mean, I, Don't... I mean, I, I, I kind of, I kind of listened to what she was saying, and I mean, I kind of was um, sensitive to what she was saying, and I just used it in respect of saying, okay, I can understand a man, you know, um, not saying you know, how his significant other may look, oh, babe, you look good today, that look nice on you, you know, something like that, or just complimenting her enough where her self-esteem can be intact. So I was like, I, I can agree a little bit, you know, in terms of, you know, if a man isn't schooled enough to know that he should be complimenting his woman on a regular basis so that way she knows, you know, she's beautiful, even though I thought that she should know that herself, but I know it's good for a man to lift his woman up and tell, you know, her she looks good. Or even if a man is on the street and he sees a woman and she looks good, it's like they get so defensive. So it's like sometimes men don't want to say that they look good because they get defensive. So I I, I, I kind of sided with her a little bit, but I couldn't fully side with her to say that it was our fault. That's why they were, you know, messing up their bodies like that. Yeah, but see, this is the other thing, too. So just like the, you know, TV, social media, um, what they put on 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 the media, period, is out there. Men are drawn to what they see. So if the, if all you're saying now, you know, these women are dressed in a certain kind of way, they have their pants is really fitted, um, they wear their tights, I mean, their shirts is really fitted and tight. You know, if they, if the men are seeing that, you know, oh, I got this woman, she bad, da-da-da-da-da. Most men are going to drive toward that because, again, they're following what they see. Now, if there was never a place where people would compare one thing to another, guess what? It wouldn't even matter. Right. It wouldn't even matter because people would start appreciating the person for who they were, their mind, their thought patterns. But because things have been so misguided over the years, you know, it, back in the day, you didn't even see a woman's legs because their, her dress was from her waist down to her ankles. Yeah. You know, and very modest dress. Her 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 blouse was always covered up to her neck. Yeah. You know, so so very matronly. But over the years, women started exposing more and more and more. And I, again, I go back to Betty Boop, who she broke the trend. You know, that image, that character, she was a cartoon character. Um, she broke the trend and said that it was okay to be dressing, you know, with your breath out and your cleavage showing and showing your figure. So having a fitted dress. So then the women start dressing a different way because they felt like that was getting the attention of the men. Men were whistling at women back right. then. Right. They would say things. They would give them a wink. They wanted that whistle. They wanted that wink from that man, especially if he was handsome. So, it, and then it carried on to Marilyn Monroe. Then she started singing seductively. So then now you have on stage a woman that's not only dressing seductively, but she's portraying herself. She, her, her vocals is being very you know, seductive. So she's mm-hmm. getting that type of attention. Things just progressively got worse. And so now you will never see a woman dressed with uh, a skirt that's really long and a button-up shirt unless you know men going to look at her or women are even going to look at her and say oh she's so matronly she don't have any style da 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 but back in the day that's that was the norm yeah. that was the norm you know it's it's all about preference and being confident in who you are um it, it, you know it, the men are well let me say this um there there's five different categories of love languages already yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that you did. So then you can relate to what I'm about to say because yeah. your listeners may not be aware of it, but even though you have. So the, the, there's five love languages. There's words of affirmation. That's when you speak and give compliments and you encourage a person because that's that's your love language. So you're looking for people to always compliment 
looking for someone to give you words of encouragement. Um, when a person does that, that makes you feel very good. And you become a drawn to that person who's always seeing the positive aspect of you versus the negative aspect of you. And then you have person that are um, their, their love language is touch. They have to be touched by someone um, holding hands. They don't mind PDA, public displays of affection. Um, they don't mind you sitting, chilling, and rubbing each other's feet or rubbing the neck or giving feet? massages. I don't know about feet. Okay. I don't know about feet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Listen, honey. Listen, honey. Okay. <laughs> feet go a long way. Okay. So, anyway. Um, Touching, kissing, holding hands, hugging with for no reason at all, just because that is a love language that someone appreciates. Um, so that is another love language. Then we have gifts. Um, someone appreciates somebody giving them something. They don't care if it's a book. Um, it could be an ink pen or whatever. They love gifts, flowers, a card. They love that. That's their love language. You're speaking their love language when you just give them simple gifts. Um, another love language is acts of service. When you see that that person needs something done, um, that 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 speaks their love language. For instance, if the dishes are in the sink and you're just visiting a person, you get up and you say, you know what, let me just go and wash these dishes up for you. Right. They are loving it because you did something. They didn't have to ask you to do it, but you did it anyway. Right. And then um, the last one that we talked, do you remember what the last one is, Kevin? Um, words of affirmation, touch. It's called quality time. Quality time. Mm. Quality time. Quality time is when you take time out of your schedule to spend some time with that other person. That means that you're not looking at your phone. You're not looking at TV. You have an eye-to-eye contact. The room can be completely quiet. And when you're giving that person some quality time, spending time with them, you know what, just let's just take a ride. Let's just go somewhere. We don't have to be doing anything. Let's just hang out. That person is loving that. That's quality time. That's that acts of love. Probably more than likely, the person who loves those types of love languages, they're going to display that to other people because that's the way they want to be received. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So if if your love language is quality time and touch, and my love language is uh, um, words of affirmation and acts of service, we're going to bump heads because you're not going to speak to me my love language and I'm not going to speak to you your right. love language because right. I don't, that's not how I show love. Right. I show love by the way that I receive love. And if right. my, my love is, I'm expecting you to come over and touch me, you know, spend, spend some time with me, quality time. You know, why are you spending quality time? Reach over and hold my hand. And when you right. say, okay, this is what I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to go in here and wash your dishes for you. And I'm going to leave a gift key on the table for you. I feel like something happened. What happened? Right. We missed each other. You right. know what I'm saying? So, right. so that the problem that I'm, I'm seeing with the statement that you made is that she may be looking for him to compliment her on a regular basis because words of affirmation is her love language. Right. But yeah. if that's not his love language, he's not going to give that to her. Yeah, he's going to miss it every time. He's going to miss it every time. He's going to do what he feels like being necessary. He, he's going to say to her, well, didn't I give you this, this, um, this car? You know, that, that's not showing you love. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. the, didn't I, didn't I say, didn't I say to you that I was going to, uh, you know, spend some time with you? And she's like, well, you ain't spend no time with me. Well, I'm right. going to spend some time with you. But before I spend time with you, I'm going to go over here and do this for you because this is what you need. I'm going right. to need to take you to, you know, make sure that your car straight, da, 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 da. Right. They're missing it. You right. know what I'm saying? So that is another form of rejection. That's deep. That's deep. It's real. It's real I mean, it, because it when, when you're not showing me the love that I, I'm looking for, you're not speaking my language, you're missing the mark every time. And I don't see why you don't see it. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the response in their mind. I don't see why you don't see it because I'm telling you, I need you to spend time with me. That's the first thing most women say. I need you to spend time with me. 
I don't need for you to fix my car. I need for you to take the time that you're going to fix my car to spend time with me. Right. Right. And we, and we, and sometimes we bad listeners at that. I mean, we, some, I mean, sometimes we don't do it on purpose. We just, we, we, um, but what's the statement? Um, sometimes, uh, is, is, is that you, is that you listen, but you're not hearing what the person's saying. Exactly. Um, and so sometimes and there is a difference. Yeah, there's a yeah. difference in listening because you can listen to what the person saying, but if you're not taking the time to hear and and pay attention to what's being said, then you've already missed it. Yeah. You've already missed it. So, so again, you know, the woman that's looking for someone to give her the words of affirmation that she's beautiful, that she is a confident woman, she should be confident in herself and her skin, knowing that God created her and made her the way that she is for a purpose, for a reason, and that she doesn't have to go and do body augmentations. If she never hears that, then she's thinking that something is wrong with her. So I have to dress a certain way to get the attention because if I don't, then I won't ever get the love that I'm looking for. Well, I'm realizing that that when the man comes, he's not loving her immediately. He's lusting after her, and there's a difference between lust and love. I'm, I'm, I I mean, I hear all that, but I'm not touching feet, though. I'm not. I don't do feet. (laughs) 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 I don't mind mind doing everything else. I just don't. I just don't do feet. I just don't. I just do not do feet. I mean, I know I probably need to get over it. I mean, I know I probably need to get over that. But I just, I just don't do feet. Like I, I, like I, I don't mind you rubbing your feet on me. I don't mind, you know, I don't mind none of that. But me rubbing your feet, yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> I just ain't got to Oh, okay. So, so, so then look, this is the thing. That's the flip side of that. Since you don't rub feet, you need to pay for her to get a pedicure done, oh, but they can massage her feet oh, for her. <laughs> oh, so, so, so when I was married, I, that was one of the things that I made sure I always did: spa treatment, feet, nails, all. That. I tried to make sure that I know, you know, you into that. So since I can't give you that, then I could try to at least compensate it and, and do it, you know, in a big way, you know, on special occasions. So I mean, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be funny, but I just. No, I, I get it. I just, yeah, I just, I just yeah. don't. Do so I mean, I think, I think, I think that we hit on a couple, a, a couple notes. I, I think that we hit on a couple, um, um, personal topics for people to 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 relate to. And I think that this is a discussion that I think needs to continue to go on because I would like to hear from a younger woman's perspective that may be dressing that way, but not necessarily wanting that type of attention so i think that i may do a part two of this with you yeah maybe another yeah, you young should. woman you know just to get a, 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 a you know just to get a balance to see you know you know everything that you might have said but then maybe she may shed different light on it and her perspective and her age range because we know that mm-hmm. the generation gap is way different and it's just like you know her perspective could be way different than yours because you went back right. to the 1930s she may go back only to 1992 or 90. Oh, yeah, because she can only relate to that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not that old. I'm you know, I wasn't born in the 30s. I mean, you know, I do my research, but right. you know, I I get what you're saying. So right. so sometimes um, you know, they may be doing it with a, a different thought about why I dress this way whatever, but at the same time, you know, each person have to be their authentic self. And and and, and I think you, that's what it boils down to. I think yeah, you de- you never know who your authentic self is until you spend personal time with yourself to realize, you know what? I was wearing my clothes like this because my friends wore their clothes like this, or I saw this in a magazine and I want that look because that look gets the attention, you know. So I want the attention, but if you just be your authentic self you think that you won't get the attention that you need and it's funny but that, nobody will ever be able to appreciate that huh no i was saying it was funny that within the title it says self-respect and you just saying yeah you, you have to yeah. right you have to know who you really and truly are i know that when i um was married before i started but before i married my husband there were things that i would do that was outside of my normal zone because i wanted the appreciation of that person now 
not realizing that when I started to change and compromise who I was, I was literally compromising who I was. I was losing myself day by day. And once the marriage was over, I was still in the slump of trying to figure out who I was because right. I had changed so much of me to suit the other person about what they right. wanted that I lost my true identity right. and who I was and what I really like. So, you know, he liked horror movies and sci-fi. When I started going to the movies by myself, I realized I don't like any of that. Right. I don't like horror movies. Right. I like, I like movies that are drama, love story, action pack, you know, all that other stuff. I wasn't into it. But it took, it had to take me to be by myself to realize that I had lost myself in my marriage. That's real talk right there. That's real talk. That, that. And then he want, and then we wind up breaking up anyway. So, you know, right. <laughs> because eventually the real you is going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I just feel like, you know, again, I think that I definitely want to hear it from a different perspective from a younger oh, yeah, person. Definitely. Just so we mm-hmm. can, just so maybe we can, maybe we're missing something and maybe they can tell us something that we're missing or maybe it's, they can explain it in a way where we can help them um, mm-hmm. you know, figure it out so that way they can kind of get a, a gay. I mean, and, I, and I, I would suggest anybody, I mean, not if you, even if you're in a relationship or if you're not in a relationship, I would suggest everybody get that book, The Five Love Languages. If you can get that book, yes. Get that book, read it. I mean, because my love languages is words of affirmation and physical touch. Those are my two love affirmations. So um, I think that um, this is a bigger, this needs to be more, a a bigger conversation. I think we need to talk about it a lot more because it's going on so much. I mean, I see women coming out the house with scarves on, with their bonnets on. You know, with with, with, with their pajamas on, and you look at them funny. And me, I don't say anything. I just look, and then they look at me, and they be like, "What you looking at?" I be like, "I'm looking at you." Like you, yeah, because because it's some because at some point, it you know one of the things that I'm finding out about millennials is this: they do what makes them feel good, what they feel like is a is appropriate. And what everybody else is doing, it's going to be okay. So if they're doing it and it makes them feel good, it makes them happy, that's what they're going to roll with. Doesn't matter that it's not appropriate for you to go out the house with your pajamas on and go to the store. Because I've seen them in the grocery store with their pajama pants on and a t-shirt that look like they've been lounging and a bonnet on their head. Like they just literally got out of bed and decided I got to go get some stuff from the grocery store. Exactly. In our times, that was not acceptable. It was called inappropriate dress. Right. But now I work in an environment with the government where women come to work every day with yoga pants on and a crop top. That's the norm. That's the norm. That's the norm. And I'm saying, when did that change? When did, but because it's allowed, it's been shown that it's acceptable, then that's what they do. Right. Not to say that it's, you know, appropriate. So they stopped with the dress code some time ago. As long as you ain't coming in naked, go ahead and do what you want to do. Right. Doesn't matter that it's offensive to some people. Right. And men sometimes can't handle that. They walking around with their b- bulge in their pants because they really want to get with the woman that came in there with the yoga pants and showing her entire behind, right? right? And, and the t-shirt on. It doesn't matter that you put a jacket over it because that doesn't cover, that's not long enough to cover your behind. Right. Now, he has an erection and can't get rid of it because she's there. Oh and boy. ain't nobody say that that's wrong. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh boy. It's real talk. It's real talk. Oh it's real talk. I, yeah, that, it's real means- talk. So that means I got. So that means I gotta talk to you sitting down at my desk because I can't stand up right now. <laughs> All the time, he can't go to a meeting. He can't even. He can't go to a meeting. I'll be there in a second. Just give me a minute. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he can't go to a meeting. He can barely even make it to the vet, the restroom because the the situation oh, is so bad that and you know he got to think about football. He got to think about something right. other than what is exposed to him and sitting right in front of him all that's, day long. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I, I, I know we can sit here and we can do this all night, but I know we both got stuff to do. I was happy that I was able to catch you to get some of your thoughts on this topic. Um, again, I want to 
continue to thank you for the encouragement. I like to continue to thank you for, you know, your blessings that you've given me um, since we've known each other and just thanking you for this little bit of time that we've had and just shared it, just talk about this topic. Um, I think I do again, want to get with a young lady that I think um, um, may share a little bit more light on this and maybe do a part two on this and just, Kind that would of, be great. Kind of dive in and, and, and get a little bit more um, authentic with it. So, um, yeah. I, again, I, I, I want to thank you for allowing me um, to, to to catch you and you allowing me this time. And I, I'm not sure um, when I'm going to be on your show again, but I'm pretty sure when I do, I'll make sure I have everybody tune in um, so they can uh, uh, see your show because it's not, I mean, my show is not necessarily spiritually based. It's just from the heart. And so sometimes right. I may say some stuff, people might not agree with it or whatever, but it just is what it is. I mean, it's just me. Most of the people that hear me say, oh, that's just Kevin. He, that's just him being him. So it ain't no disrespect. It ain't no, you know, no, no, um, um, no misconduct on my part. It's just me being me. So um, I want to well, thank but, you for but, your- You know, that's the, that's the whole point of your show, though, because unless you become your authentic self, people want to be able to appreciate your show. That's so true. always keep you in perspective of who you are. Don't change for the people. Change to make a change. That's you true. dig what I'm saying? That's so true. so when you when God created you in the way that he created you, he created you this way so that you can make a change for other people, bringing a paradigm shift and so that their, their thinking will change or maybe their perspective will change or their way of life and thinking will change. Mm. Wow. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the, the minister has spoken. You hear me? <laughs> I love you so much. The minister has spoken. So again, um, could you give everybody, um, if they want to get with you and uh, maybe want to just hear more from you, uh, is it any um, um, social media um, outlets that you want to share before we before sure. We get so it's so so anybody <clears throat> that wants to follow me, if you're on Instagram or Twitter, you can follow me at Kron Speaks, and that's K A R O N is in Nancy, S P is in Peter, E A K S. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter um, with that that um, that prompt, and then we are on Facebook. We do Facebook Live every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. And that show is called Growing with K-Ron. You can find me on Facebook with K-Ron Yarborough. That's K-A-R-O-N-Y-A-R-B is in boy, O-R-O-U-G-H. Look for me. Look for me on, on public, not private. And you'll see my show. Um, connect with me, get with me. I, I would love to have you follow and listen to the program. And to the sixth man, you did an excellent show. You did it once again. I'm so proud of you. I appreciate it. So y'all know how to find me. I mean, I'm on I'm on Facebook at uh, Real Talk with the Six Man. I'm on uh, YouTube, Real Talk with the Six Man. I'm on Twitter. I mean, everything, any any aspect of social media I'm on is Real Talk with the Six Man. So again, I'm gonna try to continue to bring y'all some heat and some real content that we can talk about that people want to don't want to necessarily talk about, but we, we need to talk about it because it's a conversation. I want to thank Miss K-Ron Yarborough for being my guest tonight, and I just want y'all to continue to be better than you were yesterday. We love you. We ask that you continue to be better, and we out. Later. Baby, I know.